Today on the newscast, the Iranian regime is targeting former Trump administration officials for assassination. So what is the current administration doing about it? Find out next from Jerusalem. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman newscast and welcome to Jerusalem. Not a bad view here at TBN Studio in God's city. I'm back in my second home, the city of Jerusalem, after a whirlwind tour this past week uh, throughout the region, in particular to the Gulf nations, two of them, Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates. Now, I was part of a, well, the first ever Christian media delegation, a delegation of media and business leaders, to visit those two Abraham Accord nations. And that's exactly why we were there, to follow up on the progress of that historic peace deal that Israel signed with the UAE and Bahrain back in September 2020. Where are we at? Obviously, an historic moment. I was on the White House lawn for the signing ceremony back in September 2020. I watched it all unfold. There was a sense of excitement and optimism in the air. But we're over a year and a half on, so where are we at? And folks, I'm excited to report that great things are happening uh, in this blossoming new relationship between Israel and those two Arab Gulf states. If you missed my on-the-ground reports these past few days from Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates, you can check it out here in our archives. Just go to uh, under newscast and look at the past few days and what we've been turning out uh, from the Gulf region, and you'll see some very encouraging and enlightening reports about the UAE and Bahrain and their relationship with Israel. So check that out. One of the themes in my travels throughout the region, speaking this past week, not only to top Arab officials, but top Israeli officials as well, is the Iran threat. It really struck me that the Arab officials are every bit as adamant about the Iran threat and also the threat posed by Iran's proxies in the region as are Israeli officials, and that's saying something. Remember, look, UAE, Bahrain, they are in Iran's immediate neighborhood, just a few hundred miles from the shores of Iran and in direct uh, contact or direct focus to those Iranian missiles and the drones and all the rest of that lethal arsenal that Iran is compiling. But now U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said this week that Iran also poses a direct threat to the United States. Now, if you watch the Watchman newscast on a regular basis, you know that all too well. Remember, Iran refers to the United States as the great Satan. In the Iranian ideology, the ideology of the regime, Israel is referred to as the little Satan. It's America that is the top prize for the Ayatollahs in Tehran. Well, the Biden administration has not seemed to catch on to that premise, which is a very true premise, since taking office in January 2021. Yet Blinken this week was essentially forced during testimony before a Senate panel in Washington, D.C., to acknowledge this week during Senate testimony that Iran is seeking to assassinate former Trump administration officials. He was pressed by Texas Republican Senator Ted Cruz, who said, hey, uh, in those Iran nuclear talks that your administration is hell-bent on making come to fruition and striking a new deal with the mullahs, uh, are you requiring that Iran not seek to murder former U.S. secretaries of state? So Blinken was pressed for an answer, and he had to say, well, uh, yes, 
Iran certainly, it's an ongoing threat, according to Blinken, certainly is seeking to target current and former U.S. officials. Uh, in particular, Trump administration officials, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, the former secretary, one of his top aides, Brian Hook, also National Security Advisor, the former uh, advisor, John Bolton. They have all been in the Iranian regime's crosshairs. Again, folks, a stunning revelation. At the same time that the Biden administration is negotiating a deal with Iran that would gift wrap the Iranian regime billions of dollars in sanctions relief with nothing in return, by the way, for the United States. At the same time as these talks are unfolding, Iran is actively plotting to assassinate U.S. government officials. Now it goes deeper. He acknowledged, and this was all, uh, Senator Cruz was referring to a recent State Department report laying all of this out. And in that report, it said that the U.S., and these are U.S. taxpayer dollars, folks, and I'm a U.S. taxpayer, so this is personal for me, uh, are paying over $2 million a month to provide security for former Trump administration officials due to these threats from Iran. And already some $13 million have been spent on security for former Trump officials, again, all because of Iran. Now, I've interviewed Secretary of uh, State Pompeo, the former secretary, I should say, have a great deal of respect for him. He's been on the Watchman. I've done a lot of programming, uh, or at least two programs for TBN featuring his great insights. He may very well be a Republican presidential candidate in 2024, so certainly a prime target for the Iranian regime. Uh, and they are saying this is all about revenge, revenge for the death of Iranian terror master Qasem Soleimani, who former President Trump eliminated in January 2020 in Iraq. Secretary Pompeo and his team were obviously very involved in that decision and involved generally in the Trump administration's very tough Iran policy, which saw President Trump pull the U.S. out of the disastrous first version of that Iran deal back in 2018, and also, of course, uh, take out Qasem Soleimani, the world's number one terrorist. But now the current administration wants to, again, gift-wrap billions of dollars to the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism, Iran, and that's according to our own State Department. If you're an American like me, I know we have viewers around the world. The U.S. State Department, Anthony Blinken's department, says, hey, Iran is the world's number one state sponsor of terrorism. But in the same breath, they're saying, we want to deal with Iran. And folks, it's an entirely unilateral capitulation by the United States. If anyone out there, and I've posed this question on previous newscasts, if anyone out there can name one thing that America is gaining from these Iran nuclear talks, please let me know, uh, other than kicking the can down the road on Iran's nuclear program. Uh, when the deal runs out, Iran's going to go in overdrive and they'll have the bomb. I do believe, however, that the leaders in this country, where I'm standing right now in the nation of Israel, will have something to say about that before it's all said and done. I do not believe Iran will ever acquire the bomb, and I take Israel's leaders at their word that they will never allow Iran to acquire nuclear weapons. All that said, one last point to make, Blinken in the Senate testimony said that he was pressed about the U.S. potentially taking Iran's Revolutionary Guards Corps off of that terror blacklist, and Blinken didn't entirely rule it out. And remember, the IRGC, the Revolutionary Guards, they are the spearhead of Iran's terror operations in this region and around the world. 
Uh, Blinken said, well, look, uh, they need to change their behavior and then maybe we take them off the list, but not right now, not while they're still acting up and murdering people throughout the region and employing their proxies like Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Houthis. Uh, memo to Secretary Blinken, that leopard, that Revolutionary Guards leopard, will not change its spots. Just a wake-up call there. So we have a situation here, folks, where the Biden administration is defying reality, essentially, and trying to do a deal with murderers and thugs. And that's what the Iranian regime and specifically the Revolutionary Guards are. Not the Iranian people. We love the Iranian people. And the most unfortunate victims of this regime are the Iranian people who are living under that oppressive jackboot of Ayatollah Khamenei and the Revolutionary Guards Corps. Good thing is, and something you won't hear very much, the Iranian church is growing by leaps and bounds against all odds, some one million followers of Jesus in that country right now. So as we close here from Jerusalem, keep the Iranian people in your prayers and let's pray for the gospel to continue to spread in that country, number one. And number two, pray for wisdom for the leaders of the United States because they sorely need it right now, clearly. Number three, pray for the peace of this city, the city of Jerusalem, as we are committed to, as we are mandated to, from God Almighty. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today from Jerusalem. We'll be back here tomorrow. Until then, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.